This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Connecticut Democratic Senator Chris Murphy is urging Republicans to tune out former President Donald Trump when it comes to the border security deal that's taking shape on Capitol Hill. The question is whether Republicans are going to listen to Donald Trump, who wants to preserve chaos at the border because he thinks that it's a winning political issue for him, or whether we are going to pass legislation which would be the biggest bipartisan reform of our border and immigration laws in 40 years. Senator Murphy speaking a short time ago on CNN State of the Union, confirming that senators are working to finalize the proposal. Former President Trump threw cold water on the deal when he appeared at a rally in Las Vegas last night, calling it a bad bill. President Biden is supporting it in South Carolina last night. He said if Congress sends the proposal to his desk, he would use its emergency authority to shut down the border when it gets overwhelmed. Las Vegas last night, former President Trump urged supporters to turn out for next month's Republican caucus. Nevada Public Radio's Paul Boger reports that Trump's visit comes as registered Republicans decide whether to participate in the state's Republican primary or the caucus that's being held two days later. Nevada will hold a state-run presidential preference primary on February 6th. However, Nevada Republicans will use a state-run caucus on February 8th to determine their nominee. Trump, who is facing only nominal opposition in the caucus, says Republican voters should just ignore the state primary. Don't go on Tuesday, February 6th. That's two days earlier. Don't do it. Don't use a mail-in ballot. Don't do anything. It's a meaningless event. The state-run presidential preference primaries are required by law for races with more than one qualified candidate. And with former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley choosing to participate in the primary, Trump is already the presumed winner of the Nevada caucus. For NPR News, I'm Paul Boger in Reno. North Korea has launched several cruise missiles this morning. That's according to South Korea's military. It's a second such test in less than a week. NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports from Seoul that last week's missiles were launched westward, while today's were fired into the sea to the east. The South's Joint Chiefs of Staff said the missiles were launched from waters near the port of Shinpo on North Korea's east coast. They offered no other details pending an analysis. North Korea claimed to have launched a new type of potentially nuclear-capable cruise missile Wednesday. UN Security Council resolutions ban North Korea from launching ballistic missiles, but not cruise missiles. South Korea's ruling party condemned the latest launch, noting that the North seems to be stepping up its provocations ahead of South Korean general elections in April. Some experts predict a similar trend ahead of U.S. presidential elections in November. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Seoul. And from Washington, you're listening to NPR News. 22-year-old Italian tennis player Yannick Sinner has won the Australian Open men's singles final. He came back from two sets down to beat Daniil Medvedev of Russia. The BBC's Russell Fuller with a call on the final point. Sinner hits the backhand down the line. Medvedev cross-court with a forehand. Sinner down the line with a forehand winner to win the Australian Open title. And a first Grand Slam title. He's the youngest men's champion here for 
In the NFL, Baltimore is gearing up to host its first AFC Conference Championship in more than half a century. From member station WYPR in Baltimore, Scott Massioni reports on this afternoon's home game against the Kansas City Chiefs. In a bar just outside the M&T Bank Stadium, Suleiman Kibwana is pumped up to watch her Ravens vie for a spot in this year's Super Bowl. Whoa, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be crazy. So I only have my lucky socks that I wear for the Ravens. It's not just the fans getting hyped, the marching Ravens bands putting the finishing touches on their Sunday pregame routine. The Ravens are only one of two NFL teams with a live band. Whoever wins Sunday's game will either take on the Lions or the 49ers. The Ravens beat San Francisco in 2013, the last time Baltimore reached the Super Bowl. For NPR News, I'm Scott Massioni in Baltimore. In the NFC, the Lions are playing the San Francisco 49ers for the conference title later today and the right to play in the Super Bowl. I'm Joel Snyder, NPR News.